What's good, everybody? Welcome to Your Mind, Your Narrative. My name is Jason Jamera, a psychiatric mental health NP candidate, and you are tuning in to a real quick Wednesday, where I either recap or low-key just drop all professionality and talk about mental health off the dome. So let's get started. For today's episode, we're keeping it simple. I got asked this question, what is good mental health? Is it just a notion of being happy all the time? I'm going to tell you, nah, bruh. It's way deeper than that. (laughs) Look, I know that a lot of therapies emphasize the positive. And I think there's just much more to the term positive than just the notion of constant happiness. You see, we're trying to guide individuals to live in a way in which they're able to find peace in being and existing rather than yearning for the constant need for a happiness stimulus. And as part of the human experience, it's important to note that happiness is a temporary feeling that comes and goes rather than a state of permanence. We all are allowed to get pissed off, stressed out, and really deeply sad. It's when it affects your daily living and puts you in dangerous situations where diagnoses happen in order for us to help treat it. It's the same thing with anxiety. We all get anxious at times when we're about to uh, go into something big or if we are entering a situation that we're unfamiliar with. These are part of the human experience. Our patients and all people need to be able to feel their wide array of emotions which includes negative emotions such as grief, loneliness, sadness, all that stuff I just mentioned. If you watched that movie Inside Out on Pixar, it pretty much hits the nail on this. Good mental health is about how we allow ourselves to feel and how we emotionally react to it all. It involves being honest and vulnerable with ourselves, acknowledging our poor coping mechanisms, being willing to change behaviors by identifying patterns that reoccur. I believe that there's a balance between accepting situations and parts of ourselves while being willing and open to changing behaviors and patterns that may not be healthy. And a lot of these patterns are generational. They're part of our culture. Like, man, bruh, so many of us in our BIPOC neighborhoods have been always trying to tell ourselves, oh, I'm just not going to talk about my issues. Nah, I'm going to tough it out. I'm going to bottle it up. I ain't going to put my business out there or anything like that. Or maybe you always told yourself that you need to be the one in the family who holds it down and that you can't show any weakness or that... Your issues aren't as big as all these other issues going on in the world or that your parents went through or whatnot. Man, we gaslight ourselves so much with that concept. We've developed these patterns of constantly suppressing our emotions. We're suppressing a human part of ourselves, something that's just trying to be expressed and get out. Instead, we hold on to this sadness. We hold on to our stress, our anger, And when we're survivors of unaddressed trauma, understand that trauma lives in the body. It literally changes the functioning and the reactivity slash excitement of your amygdala and the structures of your hippocampus, which are all parts of your brain that are regulating your ability to adapt. 
along with socializing, thinking, and other cognitive abilities, like memory. There are people who have PTSD who forget the actual trauma, but it still lives in them. And let's say you are good at intentionally hiding your emotions or your anger or frustration. A lot of us are. We've grown up that way. But I have to let you know that trauma shows up in other forms. Trauma shows up in the jitters of your leg, in your headaches, in the way you react to people, in the way that you uh, navigate relationships. My voice just cracked. In the way you navigate relationships and the way you navigate academics, jobs, all of that. You know, there are these things called ACEs, adverse childhood experiences, which are trauma factors that really lead to worse outcomes as adults in terms of mental health and physical health and social well-being. When explaining the theory of how mental health occurs, the phrase is, genes load the barrel while our experiences, our surroundings, our environment, our trauma pulls the trigger that causes the mental illness. And there's many of us who aren't able to have that same resilience that others have. And it's not your fault. I'm telling you, there is biology in place that can actually cause you to have less adaptability to stressors than other people. And when this starts to alter your ability to function in day-to-day life, then we are looking at diagnoses such as major depression. We are looking at generalized anxiety disorder. We are looking at PTSD. We're looking at bipolar spectrum. We're looking at personality disorders. If you are having voices in your head, if you are saying things that are out of touch with reality, you may want to get assessed for mental health illnesses related to psychosis. And so you'll just need a little bit more treatment outside of just therapy in order to keep uh, maintaining yourself in daily life. And there are people who are high-functioning and able to hold jobs and livelihoods and families together even with these diagnoses. There are also substance use disorders that can happen. And there's treatment for this. There is treatment for addiction such as Suboxone. And we have to remember that these individuals are not bad people, but instead sick people trying to get well. Maybe our mood issues are started by this, or they lead to this, or maybe they lead to an unhealthy or dysfunctional relationship with food, and these become eating disorders. But it's really, really important to understand that you are not alone if you identify with any of this. Sometimes people just need a little bit more treatment and a little bit more guidance, and there are groups and teams and people for that. And so from my perspective, a diagnosis is not meant to condemn you for something that's not your fault. It's meant to guide treatment so that we can figure out, okay, bet, we ruled out this, this, and that, and we have a better picture that maybe this is what's going on with you. And because we have this picture, now we can figure out what is the best treatment. And we know that certain diagnoses kind of have specific treatments that we work with. There's EMDR and trauma-focused CBT for PTSD. If you have borderline personality disorder, DBT is proven to be the best treatment. When we have intense mood swings between depression and mania, when we hear voices and see things, when we get to a point of not wanting to eat, sleep, or live, or do anything, we might need more than therapy. It's a case-by-case basis. 
And so it's okay if you need medications with your therapy. Because sometimes we need medications in order to stabilize us into a place that we were not able to see before. Whereas now, therapy allows us to do the inner work, to make these lasting life changes, to get us through the trauma, through the stressors, through whatever relationship issue is still currently in our lives at that time, including the distortions that tell us that we don't deserve to be here. I mean, I don't really gotta say it to you if you're listening to this, you know that mental health is real, especially through this pandemic and everything that's going on. The numbers show that mental health issues are going to affect over 50% of the country. On top of that, y'all, we are having a really rough time here in terms of racial struggles. We cannot deny that. It would be negligent towards our mental health not to address the stress and trauma associated with all of this. We have to take care of ourselves. Take a moment to just breathe and check in. Know that you are worthy of being here, that you are deserving of treatment if you need it, and that you are worth the time in your schedule to plan self-care for your mind, your body, and your soul. You do not have to wait for a crisis to start taking care of yourself. Therapy does not mean that something's wrong with you. Therapy just shows that you are looking out for your own mental well-being. That you are choosing to grow forward. Because you deserve it. And so if no one's told you this today, remember that you are loved, you are worthy, and you belong in this space. And yeah, my bad, that for sure was not five minutes. Thank you for tuning in. And if you have anything, any questions, feel free to contact me at Your Mind, Your Narrative, at Instagram and Gmail. Again, I believe that you should always be putting on for the brands and businesses started by your friends and family. So for today's support your friends section, I'm going to put on for my boy Mad Focus Photography. You can find that www.madfocusphotography.com. And you could also find him at underscore mad focus, M-A-D-F-O-C-U-S at Instagram. His sports, lifestyle, and social movement shots are phenomenal. He is an Oakland Bay Area local fueled by basketball and probably every single Larry June song ever made.